Pyramid Online. Hello and welcome to episode 100 of the Two Bros Talking Sports Podcast. I am Sam, as always, alongside my stepbrother, Travis. And let's just take a moment, reflect. You know, we started this a couple years ago. Um, it is a show about sports up and down. Of course, there, admittedly, there's biases towards New England. But uh, if that's your thing. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm branching out to the, to the Yankees. So I guess it's not completely uh, a New England um, bias. But at the same time, you know, we've just been doing this for fun. Hopefully, if you've been listening along and this is something that you've enjoyed, um, you've gotten out, out of it just as much as we have because we were just talking right before we started recording that, hey, we're doing this for fun. And if people like to listen along the way, even better. Um, yeah, that's kind of cool how it started sort of in the middle of nothing going on in 2020. And um, we've just stayed consistent. It's been a ride. It has been a ride. And uh, last week, we actually were hanging out together. Uh, of course, we waited in the last like couple hours where we were getting pressured from the family to, to do a recording. But we were hanging out. I was in Maine, hanging out, uh, talking about, you know, maybe what we do going forward uh, in some of this. But as always, we want to just stick to the, the relevant things that are happening in the sports world. And um We'll lead off with a bang. We got the Little League World Series starting today. Now, we're not going to go in depth on this because I don't know anything, but did you see some of the cool posts that have been put in? There was like that fun statistic thing. A, a parent actually named their kid with the last name money Cash. Now, like, uh, I, what's, what's the college kid, the coldest Crawford or whatever the hell his name is? <laughs> He's got all like I, HVAC money. I get. I guess you have to name at least one of your kids cash if you have the last name money, but yeah, it's, it's kind of hilarious. Uh, I've never I heard of actually... the last name money. I know. Because like, it's spelled like money. Yeah. It's cash money. And I don't know if it's short for something, but they, put it it's going to be such a douche when he grows up. Oh man. That's, that's a tough thing to, to name your kid. And that's coming from somebody who has the last name butts and, you know, just can't really throw out any name out there for, uh, a kid in the future but I, I got the little league actually on in the background that's the only reason i brought it up and it's hilarious you see these nolanville uh tennessee that's just outside of nashville I probably grew up going to every freaking vanderbilt camp that's ever out there and all that stuff playing professionals these guys mimic the mannerisms everything it's it's wild it's a cool. good team of uh, bowl stuff no different team I, I can't remember what team. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that's a little over the top. These guys are just like, they've been there, done that kind of feel. Um, you know, you know the small little mannerisms where there's a ball hit out to the outfield and the outfielder does like a little low action arm angle to the shortstop or, um, you know, just some of the plays, like how the catcher sets up or um, like third baseman caught a, a piss rod uh, that would have probably tied the game and he just – put his glove out, caught it, set the ball down, just trots in like, all right, time to hit. <laughs> so good for them. But um, nonchalant of a 12 year old. Yeah. But and as far as the sports world in general, the professional scope, um, you know, we're kind of in anxious energy right now. We're kind of on hold. Of course, it would have been cool to have a bazillion things going on for a hundredth episode. Um, but there isn't, we're, we're kind of in hurry up and wait mode. We've got football right around the corner 
college and professional. We have been able to watch some preseason games and some, um, you know, battles unfolding, some injuries unfolding. We'll talk about that. Uh, baseball is coming into its like critical times here and you wouldn't know it watching the Yankees uh, be like the worst team in baseball after the break here which we can touch on um, still nothing in hockey until they start <laughs> there never is in the offseason and uh, of course basketball the only reports you know only thing I have to report is that we saw that notification about the Celtics weren't really a leg legitimate option for Katie or they didn't have actual talks but the more i see stuff like that the more i believe a deal would actually go through and happen so um where do you want to start travis and all of that do you want to go you know kind of what's happening right now baseball or do you want to go sort of looking ahead a couple weeks from now with football um you pick man dealer's choice okay. dealer's let's choice. go baseball just because it's it's happening um so actually something that's happened since we have it, we haven't been able to talk about it yet is Tatis has come down with an 80 game suspension. So uh, that takes him out of the rest of this year, obviously, as he was close to returning uh, due to injury, that bike accident in the beginning uh, that puts him out of any playoff potential. Although it looks like they're kind of sliding uh, away from that. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're battling here. We'll, we'll see what happens and it will put them out for a good majority of next year. I, I, I don't really want to touch on, you know, the steroid and, you know, the ringworm excuse and all of that stuff. I, I don't really want to go to that. I just find it interesting that there's a lot of guys, I think I saw Pedro yesterday. There's a lot of guys saying like, and then you have Papelbon saying, I'd throw it at him at every pitch, even if there was a guy, if the bases were loaded. Um, He's a hard out. This is interesting. This is an interesting thing because Tatis very much, in one year put himself sort of the name the face of baseball up in that category and so you have a major athlete you have a team that just pulled off uh a city changing um trade you know the, as far as with season tickets and the hype and how excited uh everything looked and of course this came down they tested him um, again, this isn't really to go into the steroid talk I'm sure there's more way more people doing it than we we want to know, um, but how does this do for baseball? Do you think it's interesting to hear some of these big leagues? And the way that I look at it is, hey, you took something on the banned stuff substance. I know you're young. I know, hey, maybe it was ringworm, but at the end of the day, you took something you shouldn't have. You know, it kind of goes back to I think of like Josh Gordon. I think it's bullshit kind of that he got suspended like four years of his career because he was smoking weed, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh yeah, we're not going to test for it. You know, yeah. but at the same time it was still banned and you still are getting paid millions of dollars to be professional. Um, that's just not in the rule book. So what, what's your thoughts on the situation? If you have any, and um, you know, do, do, do we have a, are there, is there a bias because he is such a young star athlete um, that there's going to be some people pulling for him? Yeah. Anyways, I'd like to hear what you think about it. I mean, I think the reaction from teammates is pretty funny. Like, it, it felt also, like it felt like some of them were like, "Yeah, he's young, making mistakes." You know, they're pissed. Like, oh yeah. I mean, in the organization, you can be like, "Ah, he's young, he'll figure it out." Like, this is this is kind of the Soto trade. Obviously, gave up a lot for him. They not they got a more more than just Soto. Mm -hmm. um, 
But I think they were kind of counting that, you know, we're going to get Juice back here at some point too to even add more power to that lineup. So I just think it's interesting how things play out internally versus the external reactions like Pedro and Papelbon, like you mentioned. Um, again, steroids are still less prevalent nowadays with these, like, I mean, who was, like, who was the most recent one you can think of that was actually relevant? And it, like maybe Robinson to know, and even that point, he was kind of past way past his prime. Like I, I actually came into this thinking, um, we really haven't seen a player. Yeah. I don't think not a sure we, how old is he? 24, 23? He's not old. 23, I think. Yeah. Um, and and you look at people that have like what's the major, what's the most even during the the trials and the steroid, like there was no big names that like they took a hit to their career but no giant names at this stage in their career have ever kind of popped for something and the, like you said robinson cano towards the end um melky cabrera remember that randomly came up like yep. towards not the end but like right in his prime i guess a rod just kind of took a lot of the grunt it was like it was interesting because there was like that whole rafael primero and uh mcguire and you know them going to that hearing and, and pointing their finger and saying never took steroids period and then it's like oh yeah you took steroids and it's like a bunch of reputations were hurt but none of them really affected it and i feel like a rod was the guy that everybody sort of they were able to use him as punishment for everybody else um for a while and then miraculously whoever's his pr uh should be everyone's pr because a rod took such a 180 turn i guess that's what happens when you just pair up with jennifer lopez and it's like oh yeah a rod we like him um but yeah this is such an interesting um thing for baseball at the same time it's like you can't give this guy a pass because if you give him a pass then you have to consider everything going forward so but like you said steroids i i think there are definitely performance enhancing drugs going through pretty rampant at all major levels to some degree uh designer drugs you know these guys have enough money to find things that at this point might not even be tested um and, and they're not considered illegal yet so i mean there's so much to it uh especially in a game of baseball long season game of recovery game of how long can you play and uh anyways i, I like i said don't really want to get into the steroid talk so as much but it's just kind of a sad thing to see for baseball sad thing being out this way and seeing how drastic, you know, they went from getting Soto, the city is, you know, win the, we're going to win the world series. And I say, we, as in Padres are my fair weather team. And uh, then they lost three straight to the Dodgers and then 80 game suspension. So, yeah. Um, let's go around the league. So Yankees are sucking. My gosh, they are what do you think i think there needs to be some guy in there that just goes apeshit crazy like we need a man speaking of the padres manny machado tatis last year moment where you just it's in the public i think we need something to just wake them up um because this isn't this isn't good i don't know if you've got any um but anything else in the baseball scope that you've been kind of following the red Sox are sort of hanging on but um I mean, here's the thing. Yankees are still what I'm looking at it now. They're nine games above Tampa. So like yeah. even with this sputter, like they put themselves so far ahead of everyone else. Um, yeah. I mean, they've had some injuries. I think Matt Carpenter was kind of like their emotional guy. 
the stash, yeah. you know, the resurgence. Um, Red Sox, I don't know, man. I just hope the Red Sox honestly don't do anything because they don't deserve to, personally. Um, That's such a New England thing. Day, man, I still think it's the Dodgers running the World Series. They're a fucking wagon. Right. Um, no, the Dodgers. Although, didn't they just have uh... Walker Bueller? Yeah, Walker Bueller's. Um, what was he? What did he go out with? Uh, you're asking the wrong person on that point, but um, yeah, he's out for something. Okay, well, there you go. This is the news you come to listen to us for. Um, now let's go to football, okay? Because we've got some actual things that we can sort of take away. The the Patriots are still in sort of as no man's land. We haven't seen their starters play. We don't even if know they who's don't be- play Friday night. I'm gonna be pissed. We don't even know who's going to be play calling on offense yet. Uh, Bill Belichick says they're evaluating and this is a process and it's not a competition, but it very much looks like it's a competition um, between two play callers who have never called an offense before. I know Joe judges. He was the head coach for what? How many years? Two, but he was never the main guy calling the plays. Obviously they they had had Jason Garrett at one point. And then obviously Patricia is not, um, hasn't had that opportunity as well. He's been head coach, but you know, these guys are smart guys. They've been around, they make, especially as a head coach, you make sort of the final calls. Obviously you trust the person that you have in place for offensive coordinator position. It's very interesting to me. We were talking about this the other day, uh, when I was home and you were saying you were driving up, listening to sports radio. And we found out news that they weren't going to, excuse me, they weren't going to play any of their starters. And we were kind of like, well, if the reports of them not looking good in practice are true, wouldn't you think the best thing to do is give them reps to continue to get better versus sitting them out? Um, we also had um, like Thornton and a couple of players that we were very interested to see. We'll get into that. Uh, I'll have you kind of elaborate on, you know, the wide receiver position. Some, some of these guys that we do really want to see some reps of, but are you getting a full glimpse of them playing with, non-starters not to say that the players behind the starters are bad but they're just not the starters um yeah take me on any anywhere you want to go with that um anything i mentioned uh and 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 then what we're looking at uh two days removed or two days of uh inner squad scrimmaging and practicing fights with the panthers soon to see a a second playoff game preseason game yeah um Oh yeah. 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 Um, again, I'm going to be really upset if they do not play their starters Friday night. Really looking forward to this. Um, even if it's, I mean, at some point, either they're going to play them a half or they're not going to play them a half either this game or next game, or they're just not going to play them at all, which to me would not make any fucking sense. Um, unclear who's going to be calling plays. Even the, the preseason game, you had Hoyer in there starting and Patricia was calling. Once he went out, Zappi came in for the, the game and Joe Judge was calling it. Um, I don't know who it's going to be. Um, I'm curious to see how it plays out, as anyone is. I think Bill was pretty curmudgeon this week, earlier in the week, when uh, the media was following up on what happened in the preseason game and asking him, and he <laughs> pretty much said uh, some of the effect of, like, it's a process. You know, I wish I had more time to explain it to you, but it'd take forever, and I just can't do that. Like, it's, it's two sentences. Matt or Joe, it's really fucking easy, and they're going to keep asking you, so – um granted they don't have any more access to practices like they have been there are no more open training camp practices they 
next week when they're in Vegas, they're doing joint practices in Vegas. Which are, <laughs> those should not produce fights because it's you know it's Josh and Daniels versus you know yeah. not versus, but Matt Rule is a fucking moron in my opinion. So I mean that's just a Matt Rule coach team. Who did he um, coach in college? Baylor. That's um, right. He's gonna get fired. This is it. He's, he's gonna get fired in a fucking heart. You don't think Baker can come in there and save not, the day? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> um, so so I just want to talk. Have we ever seen – I don't ever remember seeing any focus being on a coaching competition. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's bizarre. And I think, if anything, like, if I'm Mac Jones, like, I got to be pissed about this. Like, the, the, well, you lost the continuity in Josh McDaniels. That's a given. But now you're dealing with, like, maybe some thoughts of, like, am I smarter than the head coach? Or not the head coach, so not Bill, but, like – I got this coming in my headset. Would I call that play? You know, um, I, I could probably run this offense better than, than the play caller is doing it. Um, I, in my opinion, I bet you, I, if I had to guess, it's going to play out that, you know, first, let's call it, you know, third and seven through third and 10. Give you, Bill's going to be like, these are the 10 plays that are best. Whoever's calling the plays, be that Patricia or Judge. You can kind of, these are your, your 10 you got. Pick how you want to call them. That's fine, but this is the 10 that I approve. Same thing with, you know, call it third and two to third and four. Um, those are examples. Um, it's not going to be like, you know, Bill's like, you got this forever guy. It's, he's going to be in their ear the whole time. So I don't really know. It's really un, uh, unheard of what the hell they're doing. Um, I mean, I think the biggest story out of training camp right now is the offense obviously is behind the defense. Looks like it might have something. Um Obviously, losing Malcolm Butler and John Williams doesn't hurt much. It really hurts just their depth overall. But I think you already kind of see that Marcus Jones was a rookie. He didn't play at all um, from Houston. And I think he'll be a starting slot corner. One um, of like four at, Jones on the team. Yeah, they got four. You know, three of them are, are defensive backs. Um, I mean, two of your starting cornerbacks could be Jonathan Jones and Marcus Jones. Um, and then Jack Jones. All the Joneses. Mac Jones. You know, all the Joneses. Um, so it's, it'll be interesting how that plays out in the back end. Um, cause I think in terms of their overall ability to, you know, do a couple of different defenses with how they have safeties and you know, the linebackers, obviously there's no more high towers or Ben noise or Collins, it's, you know, faster, younger, smaller guys who are largely unproven. Um, but your friend largely remains the same. So Curious to see because no one's even talked about there's no defensive coordinator. So you're kind of leaving that defense to essentially draw and see if you didn't see Steve Belichick lately. He's got a real power stash going with the mullet, and it's not a good look. Um, so there's that. Yeah, he's got to try things out. He knows he's going to look like Bill here soon. So, um, And here's another thing. Here's a prediction of mine. Patriots are going to have a great defensive game at some point. Might have some picks. And someone's going to be keeping up with the Joneses is going to be their freaking headline. It's going to be dumb. Um, yeah, it seems like we've got some young guys that ha- might have a chance to prove themselves. Um, I, we really need to see these starters. I think you're right. Uh, and we just, yeah, this almost the season can't get here soon enough because. You have about three, three and a half weeks, man. The wonder, the wondering needs to to end here, um, and I just want to see 
what, how, how they're going to function, whether it's phenomenal or not. Um, my, my hope is that Mac is just taking a step up. All signs point to that he is. Um, I know that the mystery is, are we going to, are the play calls going to, you know, best suit him? And uh, is he just going to feel comfortable in whatever system that they're going to, um, yeah, it's very, very interesting uh, takes what's going on there. But as we go around the league and kind of look, uh, Zach Wilson had a scary moment uh, last last week where I remember you gave me the phone and I looked at it and immediately, non-contact, you have to think, oh, ACL, he's done, um, which would have been just a shattering thing for the Jets. Um, luckily, it looks like it was, you know, meniscus bone bruise. I, it sounds, you know, that that surgery seems like it's always been a pretty quick turnaround. I feel like the bone bruise is the part that's the most painful thing. Yeah. Um, but Which, giving how does two- that happen with the meniscus? Does, does, does the meniscus tear just like it bruises the bone? Maybe some hyperextension or something like that. Yeah. Um, meniscus, I mean, it, it's I, – I would have to think that a lot of these guys have meniscus – small meniscus tears and shoulder tears and back stuff going on. It's just whether it's painful or not. And um, so a bone bruise, maybe it made a meniscus thing that was going on already worse. So it's really hard to tell, but I mean, two to four weeks is a lot better than a full year out for them. Um, so they can deal with Joe Flacco at least for a week. Um, yeah, it'll probably be, I would imagine he's back by like week three. Yeah. He's not going to be on the field. It is a hundred percent. So I don't know when that will okay. be. But any surgery um, was successful. They said. Yeah. Any like news? Any other stories around uh, the NFL that you can remember seeing? Anything you want to touch on? Honestly, week one of the preseason was largely uneventful. Um, I don't think a lot of starters really played for the most part, and if they did, it was you know a, a drive. Um. Curious to see how this week plays out. Artem, it, again, I don't, I can't, it's hard to catch a feel for like how this preseason plays out now with the three short. I can't remember what happened last year, three games. It, it was always pretty that. predictable how it would play out with four. Like, you know, game three was kind of like the full yeah. starter game, you know? Um, it's so easy to get sucked into the, the overreactions when people, like the writers, the people that report for a living on the NFL are so anxious for the season. They want wow. their, you know, so you have to keep that in mind. Like, yes, we don't like hearing a lot of the things we're hearing recently out of the Pats camp. And, you know, you might hear some phenomenal stuff coming out of other camps, but that's all we talk about bias early in the show here. That's, that's going to be all based in bias off of who the person reporting is, who their home team is that they're reporting for and how <laughs> anxious they are for the, the NFL season to start. So, um, so that's we got a couple weeks here. It's cool that the preseason is so short at this point. So we get football here really soon. Are you gonna be playing any fantasy this year? No. Yeah, me either. I'm so glad those days are over. I think. Um, college is starting up. We got that early. What what day is that? Is that not this weekend? The following weekend? Is that right? I honestly don't. I I feel like I never know when college football starts. Because again, yeah. it feels like the first couple weeks of college football don't mean anything. Because in actuality, Alabama can honestly come out and go zero and two. I I was gonna and say people so, would even forget by the time they did the other eleven and two. Like, oh, remember those two games I they lost? Don't in think they will. August? I don't. I don't. I don't think they will. 
Uh, <laughs> if anything, you do want to get your losses out early in the year. Do forget about them. Yeah, you have uh, one in do. week ten, you're fucked. They do, and especially at the SEC, they'll special, they'll let it fly, man. They'll let that guy that go. Oh, what what loss are you talking about? You know, um, I don't know if you saw that. So this is a little related. So that uh, NIL, the name and image likeness. Uh, did you see any of that report on the guy? I uh, can't remember his name. From the he's basically funding for the U, uh, so Miami. And he's paying some of these guys like uh, one guy that was a transfer from uh, Washington State or something like that. He's I think he's a basketball player, transferred and then signed like a two year, eight hundred thousand dollar NIL. And this guy has over like 100 athletes that he's got going. So um, this is going to this is very interesting, I think. They may have unleashed something that do I think players should have an opportunity and not be suspended for making a name for themselves in the college level, especially because a lot of these guys won't have an opportunity at the next level to have quite as big a name as they are as the big man on campus. But I almost feel like they gave the okay for this all. uh, And now they're just dealing with repercussions of something that they might not be able to control going forward. any thoughts on that? Do we do we think we're going to see like an even bigger divide from like a couple of these conferences from the others? And there's just going to be such a big gap because of the money these schools can provide players that you've now just even isolated more teams. I mean, there's a possibility um, he, even without that NIL money, like some teams are clearly just, you know, rising above and coaches obviously change things. Look at USC and they're, how fucking terrible they've been. Now you got Lincoln Riley, who's kind of like, eh, he's a new wave. Um, curious to see how it plays out with that. Um, th- that is a strong possibility. Did you see the, was it um, LSU Miles Brennan, I think, basically walked away from football and he had like five, you know, pretty large NAL deals. Now it's like, does he keep the money since he's not playing football anymore? That's another debate. Um, it is kind of a, I, it's not like there's any real regulations necessarily in my, least that i know of um so again some people it's about the nil money like it's not been reported that arch manning's getting anything as of right now though we all know he will right i I haven't seen anything like that um that's next year is that next year he's in the league yeah i'm actually texas is a curious case this year because quinn ewer is there and he you know i don't even know if he's going to be starter um and he was like the recruit of all recruits. Mm. He was, you know, that guy. He was sunshine with his long hair. Um, I don't know. Texas, again, you would think Texas would be good every year, but I'm, they've just been so bad. So bad. But there's a couple teams like Texas, Tennessee, you know, teams that have every reason to be phenomenal. And uh, every year they just come up short. But um, in the NBA – not that there's much to report, but looks like uh, LeBron James has uh, settled. He's going to go two-year, what was it, 90-something mil? Yeah, something like that. Um, so this pretty much puts him there. He, let's be honest. He, if Bronny James has any chance of making it to the NBA, which is still out there, I know he was cramming on people because he's what, a, is he a senior this year? 
No, right? He'd be a junior? Junior. Junior. I think. I think LeBron's just hanging on. Hey, if he has any chance of playing in the NBA, we're going we're gonna to see a Griffey senior and junior moment. And he just he's going to sign his contracts, play his contracts out so that at the time, wherever his son might end up, he'll have an opportunity. But um, I really don't know what type of prospect. I asked you real quick before we started recording, but do you have any idea what type of prospect Ronnie James is going to be? Is he is he in like the top hundred recruits for his class? Is he still? He is. Yeah, just 24, basically 24 seven sports has him ranked 43rd nationally. He's a four star shooting guard. I mean, he's going to get recruited like he is the number one based on name alone, because he's going to bring eyeballs to whatever university he goes to. I think I saw some teams already in, you know, already offering it in play. Um also seen some teams that aren't in play that were rumored to be in play that LeBron just shut down real quick. Yeah. Oregon? Oregon was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's 40, what? 43rd nationally. He's like the eighth rate, okay. seventh or eighth rated shooting guard. Depending on who you where is, uh, I'm interested. Where's Mikey Williams in, in that one? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm looking it up real, real quick on the fly as we talk about this. Because he's been um, in the freaking news forever. He has been, and it's obviously been close to where I'm at out this way. Um, he is the 20th same, ranked player. Same class, yeah. I think he's just yeah, got same I mean, class. I'm not sure that he's a big player, unless he's, you know, of course you could have a growth spurt like crazy, but um, and it's so hard to know. I feel like you don't know until your their senior year because there's still growth left to happen. There's still maturity left to happen and um we will certainly see but uh yeah anything else in the nba going that you were schedule came out today so i texted earlier and got 37 national celtics games so that's huge pretty much half their games are televised nationally so it goes to show you their draw draw right now coming off their finals berth and the fact that they added um opening the season which is also exciting Mm -hmm. good slate of christmas day games Christmas Day, um, that's what you get for being some of the best teams in in the league. You don't get to have a holiday. <laughs> nope. um, but that's – yeah, that is uh, – that's exciting to see. I, I think it's really crazy to me. When you really think about it, it's like Celtics were two games away from a championship. That's, yeah, they're a one game for a collapse away from championship, basically. That's crazy to think about. Uh, all their players hopefully making a step up. <laughs> Who knows? Again, like I said, as soon as I see the reports that the KD deal was never really um, really discussed the way that it was reported, it just makes me feel like they're talking behind the scenes right now. The way I look at this is, and again, can't predict. These guys make so much effing money. Like, you can make this money anywhere. But, like, if if Jalen Brown truly, like, in his heart of hearts, wants to leave to be, like, the alpha, then kind of fuck him, honestly. Because, like, he, you know, he, and I get some Celtics fans are probably like, oh, they hate on him. But, like, dude, you could literally be a lifelong Celtic make, what, probably $600 million when it's all said and done in your career? Close to it. You're already at 115 right. Your next contract's probably about 250 Never mind endorsements. Um, 
I mean, you've spoken at Harvard, like you're kind of a Boston fixture at this point at 26. Like, why do you want to go anywhere? Um, where it can be you, you and Tatum's team for the next fucking 10 years. Legitimately, like five, like nine, 10 years. So sure. I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. I don't think they're going to trade for Kevin Durant, my expert opinion. I really, and yeah. I, my heart of hearts hope they do not. But and that's, that's kind like of what they got. We just talked about NFL coming up quick. I mean, <laughs> basketball and to some degree hockey are going to be back very, very quick. I think it's under two months now. Yeah, 59. Yeah. Their opening day is uh, actually, yeah, 18th, October 18th. So about two months from now. See what I did there? I, snug, I snuck the NHL in there for a second. Just yeah, to it's tell not you worth that. talking about. Nothing's happening. <laughs> Nothing is happening. Bruins, um, Bruins got the two old guys back. All, all that matters. Bruins have the same team back that just lost in the first round that had no business competing with the team they lost to. They got the exact same team back a year older. <laughs> more injured. More injured, yeah. Some of them are going to start the season. Um, so we'll <laughs> – bold move, Cotton. We'll see how this plays out. Um, okay. They couldn't even – actually, real quick. They couldn't even start the season right now if they wanted to because they're over the salary cap. They, they need to make another roster move. But anyways, move on. <laughs> but we digress. Um, let's go to the entertainment side of things. Unless there's any other sport news in any other, you know, any league that you want to bring up. Um, entertainment. Now, I've been able to catch up with some things since I got back. Um, Westworld. Although I have one more show. I mean, that's such a bizarre. We have not. Show. We have not watched the finale. Yet. I think we just like have not mentally been ready to watch it because it's like oh, you the really next one's have the no idea what's finale. happening. The eighth one is the finale. As far as I know, it's the ninth one. I think it's the ninth one. So I actually watched the. Okay, so I, I guess I, I just, don't know. whatever it's the one that aired this past Sunday is the finale. I am one behind the current one, so I finished that one. I haven't watched this the the one that's most recently out. It felt like I missed an episode. I was watching it. I'm I feel like, like you watch an episode and you're like, I watched it, but I have no idea why I just watched it. And so, and now they're just jumping. Now it just feels like they're jumping into finale. Um, so, yeah. I, I think I, they're doing another season. I don't know where the fuck it goes after this. but News is still out on that one. I got to figure out where we're at there. So, you know, hold up. Spoil alerts. We won't spoil it because I haven't seen it yet. Um, America Horror Stories. I don't know if this is supposed to be a joke. Like, you watched a recent one? Are these supposed to be like really bad for a reason? And then I yeah. read online and the reviews aren't bad. They're like decent. They're like, oh, this show wasn't as good as the other ones, but it's still a pretty good season. I'm like, what are you guys watching? <laughs> mm. Well, I was reading the other day, actually, are in there's a couple of people that got cast for like, including like Matt Bomer, I think for the new American horror story, the actual American horror story. Okay. Um, I think it's set in like the um, maybe seventies, New York, sixties, New York. It's like, you know, like station or area of um, station 54, right? Is that what it's called? Where the hell was, what's his name? Um, God damn it. Campbell soup guy. What the hell is that artist name? Can't think of him. Campbell soup guy. Or the artist, yes. Ah, oh, god damn it. I can't think the artist? <laughs> I can't think of it. Anyways, he was It'll famously homosexual. It. He was an artist in like the 60s in New York. Always okay. in the party scene. What the hell is 
I gotta look this you up. Could, you gotta look it up as we're talking. It's but, gonna bother me. Um, American Horror Story, as uh, as we've talked about in the past, I've kind of come in and out. Andy of Warhol. Thank you. Sorry, oh, okay, Andy, I'm like, okay, why can't okay. I think of this fucking name? So yeah, it's been a long day. But yeah, I think I, it's set in that time, at least as far as I read. Okay. Well, it's 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 Which edging on the is unexplored territory for Ryan Murphy in terms of the American Horror Story stuff. The last season. Was I mean, it, this. I'm gonna be completely straightforward like it's edging it's tiptoeing on the line of like a series that isn't good Good anymore people that people just cannot let go they want it to be good and it isn't so i I think they're right on the line there but um anything else that's come i feel you also have some hard uh you're you're a pretty hard critic of horror i am i'll never forget going to see what orphan you just laugh the whole time Dude, so and we had a friend that got pissed at me for that. Yeah, they're coming out with a new one of that. Legitimately pissed at me for that. Because spoiler, if you haven't seen this movie, it's your fault, and you shouldn't go out of your way to go see it. Come on. I think of horror movies about them sitting around a table. The 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 real horror of horror movies for some of them, the ones that are really bad that make you laugh, is that people are sitting around a table. And coming up with the shit. That's the real horror. And the, the laughter comes from that comedy. So let me put the premise here real quick. The orphan that was supposedly like scary. The whole thing is a a Russian little person that escaped. That escaped that's like actually 30 something years. Old, that's drugging the owner to like. I don't know, man. That was That's why it was funny. And my friend was not having it, was actually pissed at me for laughing. Probably thought I was a psychopath, but I'm like, dude, there's nothing scary. Yes, I do have high uh, expectations for horror movies. I've always liked them. Um, Even the ones that I I laugh at because they are so bad, I can appreciate. Um, But you at least have to like try to be scary. That's where America Horror Story just loses me. It's like, these aren't scary. They're just not thrilling. They're not anything. Yeah. Um, only aren't. a 30 something year old Russian little person that puts on a, like new teeth and a wig and an orphan. I, I don't know. Um, oh, anyway, we digress, uh, right? Yes. Let me digress. Anything coming up that you're, you're excited to watch or um, that you get your eyes on? Well, there's the game of Thrones series comes out this oh. Sunday, right? I think Sunday. Dang. Okay. 21st. Yeah. Hello, um, fall. What's that? I feel like that's just a fall thing. It feels I know. Like it. Lord of the Rings is coming out again. That's a new one that Amazon invested like eight hundred billion dollars in. I think um, roughly, roughly eight hundred Um, and then She Hulk. I mean, I'm obviously a Marvel fan, so that's coming out tomorrow. Um, so I. I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> I know you will, but it is a comic. I looked that up. Yeah. I'm like, they, they, there's no way they could have come up with this. No, it's a comic. And thought really? it was a good idea if it wasn't a comic. But yeah, continue. Um, and then yeah, I think that's really it in terms of like major stuff coming out. Um, I know Sarah and I watched that Lakers Legacy on Hulu. That looked pretty good. Okay. Um. Yeah. Someone watch Only what we're doing. Only murders in the building. Who done it? Well, now it seems like it's not ruining it, but it's, it kind of pointed to who it was. But 
I know. Again, there's one more episode, I think, right? So, like, maybe they'll throw another that curveball. Person. That, that person. Person. Um, I know. You said there's one more episode? I think, yeah. yeah but they're already got greenlit for season three. Yeah, good for them, man. He, like I said, Steve Martin says this is his last thing he's ever doing. Because I didn't realize he was a co-writer for it. Um, which makes sense. Like, he's, he's like 77, even though he looks like he's like 67. Does Selena Gomez have... Does, does she have some thing to do with producing that too not that i'm aware of i think it's steve okay. martin some other guy that he's always written stuff with and then sure. like he basically said i'll do it if i can do it with martin short because obviously they work yeah. together forever um but yeah so that the other one um obviously like i said what would you do the shadows and to keep plugging that I'll so you watch there. it i'll get there i promise great so. great we started watching a show on hulu called um that fool Actually, really okay. funny. Really funny. All right. It's, um, I, think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's actually hilarious. Very funny show. Okay. Um, yeah. Good to hear. That's, that's well, a... I think that we can wrap this up here. Um, hey, we, we want to say thank you. We got to triple digits, 100th episode. That's pretty incredible. If you've been listening along, even to, to some of them. Um, Thanks a lot. We're going to continue doing this because we enjoy doing it. Um, and uh, can't wait for some sports to die, you know, to digest and dissect and just review. Um, it's coming September right around 11. Couple, can't come soon enough. Yeah, Football. it's coming. It's coming. Um, so get yourself ready. Get yourself excited. Um, we're excited hitting the hundreds here uh, with a lot of energy behind it. And so next time, until next time, until 101. Uh, thank you, all, as always, for listening along, and we will talk to you again soon.